that is everything around you that you call life was made up by people that were no smarter than you. Hey, welcome back, guys, to Killer Thoughts. We've got another episode straight out of Studio Ramirez. I'm here with the boys. You know, on my right hand <laughs> side, introduce yourself, my my co host. How you doing? Hey, man? how's it going, guys? Angel, how you guys doing? No, you know, we yeah. all doing good. Short and sweet. Yeah, short and sweet. You know, that's what she said. <laughs> there we go. And then, and then to my left, you know, we have we have a special guest cameo. He's been on the podcast before, but he's here to give his angelic voice and hopefully some good opinions. Introduce yourself, homie. Hey, bro. My name is Jonathan. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> there we go. He's shy, but he has a lot to say. Hey, and then, and then, last but definitely not least, our guest for today. You know, super excited to have him on the podcast. We've been we've been thinking about it all week and been super excited. Mm-hmm. You know, introduce yourself, sir. Hey, I'm Nick. Uh, good morning. I'd like to thank the Killer Thoughts Podcast for having me here. So formal, man. Nice. <laughs> there you go. So formal. Everyone starts very formal, and then at some point, you know, oh, it starts yeah. opening up. He's going to start he's, saying the F word. He's going to start calling Jonathan a bitch at some point. I want my permission. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'll say do? we met at uh, uh, this art show, right? Yep. Yeah, we met at this art show. I think we were the first ones who did a sh- when that show pretty much got made. Yeah, I think we were the, the first ones there. The beginning yep. of that show. Um, and then that's pretty much. He, Pretty much, just to give you guys an experience, he's a he's a photographer. That's what he does. Good ass photos. If you guys, you know, you will drop. Yeah, <laughs> he'll drop his handles later. But like, what? What? Let me just ask you to start the conversation. Like, how did you get interested in photography? How, how did that start? Well, um, I'm a senior now at San Jose State University, and uh, I'm a design studies major with a minor now in photography. And it was about a year and a half where I took a. Uh, freelance photography class, uh, Photo 40, did pretty well. Um, I was mostly photographing myself and um, after that I really started seriously considering photography as a hobby and then kind of from there, you know, I changed my major a couple times. I had the classes so I just decided to add a minor and a studio and I've seen that, man. That's a lot good. of equipment and now I'm just sort of fully, you know, invested in photography. Are you photography bankrupt right now, now or what? definitely sounds like a credit card or two pay for all that stuff huh? <laughs> yeah but uh yeah so like right now i'm just pretty much doing a lot of photography not so much design now but uh still getting that major soon this spring and uh, yeah i still can't figure out your style but what like what's your style if you could describe it uh, if I could, you know, I specialize, I always tell like potential clients, I specialize in portraits. So that's pretty much waist up. Uh, from there, you know, it really depends on what the client's looking for. Um, I try to be, um, you know, like flexible to, to what questions. they want. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, ultimately it is going to them. And I think my main goal, you know, one, I'm trying to achieve my artistic vision, but I'm also trying to give my client the best product that yeah. they're going to like and that they're going to want to repost. Definitely. Yeah, you kind of want to take their vision and make it yours still. You know, yeah, like kind of put yeah. your stamp on it, right? Definitely. Um, but I'd say uh, compared to other photographers, I do really try to, you know, make my clients happy. And if that means I don't get the photos I want, potentially, I'm still going to roll with it, edit the photos that you want. So even though you're not happy with it, but they're happy with it, then you're 
okay with you're comfortable like you know oh yeah i mean you know if you go on in the future the professional world and you just want what you want you're never going to win because you're you know you're going to want to work with uh, clients and you're not going to get paid if they don't like it so tell it to the fine arts uh artists because they're, they're they're the difficult ones yeah yeah that because they pretty much make what they want to make and then they're always see, the thing about me is like they always struggle and they complain about like you know nobody's buying my stuff I'm like because you just i mean yes you're making what you want to do but then yeah sometimes you got to compromise yeah yeah definitely yeah. and yeah, when you're first starting out compromise is very important because yeah, you still have to network too and mm -hmm. i feel like if you're being very stubborn you're like hey i'm not going to work with you because i have to do it my way it's going to make it harder for you to actually be able to get these experiences or be able to meet people that'll help you and learn different things too definitely yeah mm -hmm. and then because i know you guys you, you kind of started at some point right so what was like i feel now people take you more seriously because i know when, you, when everybody starts it's like nobody takes you seriously mm -hmm. they think they just like just doing it just because it's fun whatever you know um what kind of challenges have you faced when like you started from the beginning like trying to do photography Right. You know, it was funny is when I first started, it actually seemed like my clients were taking me more seriously because they didn't know how to gauge how I operate. And now as I'm, you know, almost two years into it, I'm actually taking myself more seriously. And I'm trying mm -hmm. to gauge like, how do I sort of refine my process and also still stay sort of lax and casual with my clients, but mm -hmm. still be respected at the end of yeah so it's uh been, you know it's been a challenge lately because i feel yeah that could be a really big uh thing especially like if you're trying to sell your product to people um i think perception is the like and how you present yourself is like the most important thing sometimes mm -hmm. um and yeah then, integrity is really important and that too definitely. i think if you come up as like a person who's like very uh how can i say like uh, stubborn very like uh okay this is the options i'm giving you, mm -hmm. you just choose one of those options it kind of makes it hard to work with the, with the person um, yeah yeah and there's where the compromise comes in but then and i'm sure you agree to this you get those clients that they cannot be satisfied with anything you do like it comes the to the problem point. clients yeah, yeah problem i'll say clients. like have you had any horror stories <laughs> oh, as yeah. far as problem clients go oh gosh you know i i'd say a handful <laughs> oh there you go Damn. definitely um i actually made quite a rather public post i was working with a local club here on uh, at san jose state university and um you know we set everything up and i will say right out the gate you know initially the shoot was going to be free um, but the gal that I had worked that out with actually couldn't make it to the, uh, it was sort of this, uh, makeup club and they were hosting this event for, you know, girls to come do their makeup and they were going to also provide photography. And okay. I was the one who was going to provide the photography. Now the entire event took around eight hours. Um, uh, we actually had quite a lot of people come through, uh, 10, 10 gals, um, and it took about eight hours. And one of their members actually... As we were packing up, she had to help me drive back and forth. She asked me seriously, you know, can I pay you for your time? And, you know, as any artist knows, as soon as money comes into the, the, the picture, uh, then you start taking things more seriously. You know, oh, first yeah. it was sort of like, you know, I'm offering my services to this club. Mm -hmm. Hopefully they're going to reciprocate and post and I'll get my name out there. Yeah. But when she mentioned money, you know, I took her seriously. I was like, yeah. And so the next morning I gave her my price. She asked me to write up a bill sent it to them and then that's when things kind of went downhill 
And, uh, you know, it took around uh, two and a half months. It was pretty much the rest of the winter break. Damn. When until January, I found out I really wasn't getting paid because the gal who had told me she was going to pay me unfollowed me on Instagram. She goes to you um, pretty much. What? She yeah, go- no, yeah, she definitely. She ghosted Damn. me. The president of the club ghosted me. The treasurer told me basically w- they weren't allowed to pay me, but they would try to pay me under under the table. Gets a, get a lump sum from the school, but I don't think they understood how to pay people that they were collaborating with, and because of that, they kind of just wanted to brush it under the table. See, that's super rough. It's like they saw the bill and they were like, "Fuck that." Yeah, you know, yeah, and they basically uh, just chucked it, and then at some point, when it started getting like pressure time, they're like, "You know, it's easier for me to unfollow this person or block this person." Yep. And, and then they started thinking about it. It's like, "Oh fuck, all you guys should too." Yeah. But then like, you already stained the fucking community because they they're gonna find out that you've you know they fucking did that. So. Well, I hope. I mean, I always hope it works out that way. You know that the karma actually comes through. Um, you know, I actually edited all the photos. I spent all winter break editing the photos, believing that, you know, this payment would come through. Um, it did not. Spoiler alert. Um, I sent out all the photos. They looked beautiful, by the way. Yeah. And I feel really bad for the girls who unfortunately got dragged into this because, uh, you know, nothing really bad happened. It was really mostly me and their, you know, their members. But, yeah. um, you know, you just end up coming out of it bitter. And I think that's the worst part. You know, I think any, uh, if I were in their shoes, I would have just paid the artist. Yeah, well, it feels even worse. Like, you know, you're there, you're putting your time in, you're putting your effort in, you have a product that you're really proud of. But at the same time, you know, like, you you don't mind doing that. But when you're not getting something back, like, you know, the even getting paid for it, it shows Mm -hmm. that they didn't even really take your time, like, you know, into consideration. Or they just didn't respect, you know, the project enough to even be like, hey, man. I'm not going to be able to pay you right away, but I, maybe we can do it little by little or something, work mm-hmm. something out. Yeah, there was it was just a, it was just a yeah. straight ghost. Yep. Because the same thing happened with me, like when I was recording with my band and like my friends and everything. We had this uh, person that we were going to go through, kind of like a third party. Mm-hmm. He was going to the uh, Berklee School of Music out in Boston, so he was coming down here and he wanted to record us as kind of like a test with his equipment and things. Mm-hmm. So we're like, yeah, fuck yeah, we can do that, you know? And, like we were like, he, he wasn't asking for any money or anything like that. We're like. Mm-hmm. A little bit different, but I was like, okay, dude, like we can do this. And he was touting, he's like, oh, I'm the best at this, I'm the best at that, I'm getting mm-hmm. this high class education, this and that. We're like, okay, cool. He comes over, he's very snobby right off the bat. We weren't oh, getting no. the best vibes from him. He was kind of like a friend of a friend that kind of like would come around maybe occasionally because he was on vacation from school and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we're still getting to kind of know him, or we're kind of like just taking one of our friends' word for it, kind of like, mm-hmm. oh no, this guy's cool, this guy's cool. We're like, okay, so we spent about two weeks recording in his house, basically just grinding. Keep in mind, too, we had been preparing to record and stuff, too. So, like, mm. we had really been, like, planning this out. Like, hey, he said he's going to record this. It's going to be cool. It's going to be fun. It's going to be all good to go. We're going to finally have a demo out. We're going to have something we can sell. You know, something that's going to represent my our product, yeah, you know, and, like, it can be mutual beneficial, you know. But then at some point, what happened was basically recordings were done. Everything was good. He's just like, now I have to mix them and I have to basically master them and everything. Basically, just, like, kind of put everything together because we had so many takes of everything. Yeah. Okay. At some point. We were like, uh, we reached out to him again. We're like, hey, man, so about the recordings, like, when can we expect to get them? Nothing. And then we're just like, okay, well, like, let's see if we can, like, reach out to him via text. Like, hey, man, like, you know, I had a great time recording all that stuff. But we're just wondering, like, when we should expect, like, to hear back, stuff like that. Nothing. And at some point, we're like, whoa, okay. Tried reaching out to, like, our friend to, like, reach out to him. He's just like, oh, no, he, like, went back, apparently, without telling anybody. Like, he's not here anymore at all. So we're like, okay, well, we can't even, like flash drive it or anything like that like i can't mm-hmm. just show up and be like hey you can like we get the recordings or anything mm-hmm. like that just gone completely ghosted you know mm-hmm. for for months at a time we we're just like what the hell man like 
at least send us the recordings and like like all the what you have, like your just files, raw. just raw. And then we'll do what we can with them, and like we'll find somebody else to mix and master them like that. Like, no, didn't talk to us whatsoever. Wow. Yeah, and then at that point too, you kind of have that shitty feeling where you're like, "What's going on?" <laughs> you know, you're like, "Yeah, you're kind of yeah, you're kind of like freaking what, out." Yeah, you start is this freaking really out. Happening. Yeah, you're like, "Is this yeah?" Like you spent all that time, like you said, you're on a project. You know, you're mm-hmm. actually putting your time and effort in there, and you want it to be you know something that you can be proud of. And yeah. you're expecting something in return, but then at that point, that person just disappears off the face of the like planet. It wasn't until I think the next year when he had to come back around. And we saw him at, like, a mutual, like, friend gathering kind of deal. Oh, no. Yeah, and he tried to act like it just didn't happen whatsoever. Like, oh, hey, like, how are you guys doing? Like, this, this, and that, you know? And we were kind of just, like, yeah, at that point. No, at, <laughs> I mean, it, it went from. <laughs> fuck him up. It was like what they say. You have your stages of grief. It went from being, like, super pissed to being upset to questioning if it was us. <laughs> you know, to, like, to the point to where it was just, like, at that point, once we realized, it was just, like, it's not even worth it. Like, maybe he was just a terrible person, you know, or, like. We we don't want to, we don't want to judge anybody or anything like that. We were trying to rationalize it, but at some point we said, you know what? We're just not even gonna give that person the energy. We're just Dude, gonna I just like I would have bit him up and like, what the fuck are those recordings, bro? Yeah, it would have been like Ice Cube <laughs> with the baseball bat, you know, <laughs> no, like no. like what's up? No, but we kind of just treated that. We're just like, hey, you know what? Like at this point, we just don't want to associate with you. We don't want to mess with you. It's not you know we're not gonna say anything bad about you, but like. Hey, you know what I mean? Like, it's best if you just keep your distance, you know? Nah, dude, I would have done the Harley Quinn on him. I would get that bat, <laughs> fucking beat him up, get the shit out of him. You look at him and be like, see this bat? It's lubed, homie. <laughs> you know? yeah, like, let's but, go. Hey, I've been, see, the thing is, like, I've been lucky enough where uh, I, I've i caught myself, like, not working with people. Because, I mean, when you meet somebody, let's say you go to Archer, you meet somebody, yeah, you can be friendly, talk, blah, blah, blah. blah. But then it comes to a point where, like, you can kind of feel when somebody's kind of bullshitting just for like the moment. They're kind of like, oh, fuck yeah, like I fuck with this, you fuck with that. But in reality, it's like, you know, only like you see the follow up and then you actually see them put in time and actually doing it and you see the outcome of it and a good benefit, then it works. Mm-hmm. I've been lucky yeah. enough that I caught people literally like in the first like six minutes of conversation. I was like, yep, I already know what, I already know what you're trying to get out of me. I can tell right away. Mm-hmm. It is not really good intentions either. Mm-hmm. It's like you just want to use that person as a pawn to get you somewhere. And then once you can't use them, like, all right, you're out of there. Yeah, kind of like a stepping block. Yeah. So yeah, tell yeah. Andre, like, I've, I've, I've gone to a lot of dark fucking situations with the community here in San Jose, too. Like, I know, you know, that's why, like, when we did the archer, like, we did it ourselves because we didn't choose it. We didn't ask for nobody's help. And then a lot of people were telling us, like, oh, you know, you need to like reach out to people to promote it. You mm-hmm. need to do that. I'm like, no. Yeah, like you should really partner with these guys because they know what they're doing. It's kind of like, yeah, yeah, I get it. Just because they have influence in San Jose means that they're gonna do it. But I'm just like, no, like they just do it. Everything was done through Instagram. Like all the freaking posts that we put up, uh, all everything they're reaching out was through there. Uh, and then once we start realizing that people were you know reaching out to like be on the show on their own or like through other people then i'm like okay this is cool like people are actually coming coming through they're, they they want to talk to us they want to be part of it and then the ones that hesitated to do it after the show they were like oh so when is the next one like let's do it you know mm-hmm. i'm just like nah bro like, you were not there like the first time mm. you didn't give us a chance you know like so okay. we're not gonna do that we're not gonna give you a chance right so and then to answer your question that you asked about our podcast about like if we know any other podcasts in the Bay, we okay. don't. Okay. We don't. And that's because like I feel like we're, I feel like we're being pushed to the side. You know, notice mm-hmm. that like our podcast is kind of like 
pushed to the side. Mm-hmm. Now it's, like, it's almost like people know about us, but they don't acknowledge us right away. Yeah, exactly. It's, oh, it's kind of it's, it it's kind of like they'll be like, check out all these San Jose local things. And they know we're a part, like we're in there, but it's kind mm-hmm. of like they just won't mention us. It's, oh, wow. it's kind of like, Harry, there's company coming over. Get under the stairs. But it's nothing but love. Like, when we see a post uh, for a local thing, like, it comes out of us to promote it. Like, all that stuff mm-hmm. to promote it, you know. Just like any person that we had on the pod, we do our best to, you know, promote them. You know, we yeah. will go to their thing. We promote them. We show up. Mm-hmm. We're there, you know. Um, and then just to show that, you know, we appreciate the time. Because at the end of the day, like, we appreciate everybody that come and record with us. Like, because yeah. you're taking time out of your day to do it, mm-hmm. um, you know. And then sometimes it could be, it's beneficial for both parties, you know, at the end of the day. Yeah, and it's good for the city, too. You know, it's good for the local scene and the community and yeah, making yeah. people feel comfortable. So you go to another event and you're like, weren't you on the podcast, too? And, like, people start talking. It brings mm-hmm. people together, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of like people a listen, though. People sort of, listen. Uh-huh. And we do have uh, some people that listen to it. But uh, at the same time, it's like we are pretty much building our stepping stone still. Like we barely get in there. We're barely like barely tipping toe in our, our toes in the water right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, because this just thing just got serious recently. So it hasn't started since like, you know, since uh, 2014, like I told you. But right now it's kind of it's going to the point where it needs to come like a serious thing. Yeah. Um, and it, it's exciting, but it's scary at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. Literally. But. I want to congratulate you in your, in your gallery. That was that was dope. Thank you. Yeah, that was good, yeah, man. Art building. How did you get that uh, put together? How, how do you? Uh... Um. Well, you know, it's just by chance. Uh, the Hammer Studio hosts events every now and then. I think like once a month, and they were doing um, just a local artist event, and I signed up, put up my work that I had showcased at Trap Art, which mm-hmm. is in Oakland and SF, and I think they're going global now. Um, but I put up my work, and I met this. Um, I met this great gal who worked at the gallery and just told me that, uh, you know, that you can sign up to have your work put up in the gallery, which I had no idea. They do a really terrible job of advertising these sorts of events when it comes to classes and professors. I think it's on purpose. I would hope not. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, then again, you know, I'm graduating now and I would, you know, you, you could bet. But um, yeah, so, you know, I didn't know about it, signed up for it got the spot and all of a sudden I got a week, you know, spot in the largest gallery in the art building. So yeah, I mean that, that show costs around a thousand dollars. I'll say that, uh, from framing, matting, printing, uh, I have my own contracted printer. You know, there's a lot that goes into gallery work and it's a uh, dawning, but you know, since I'm not a BFA, I don't get my own show. So I thought it was the perfect opportunity to have my own sort of senior show in the art building. Yeah. I mean, I saw your, uh, your Instagram, you had a lot of pieces. Yeah, too. 18 works. It's a lot of them, dude. It's a lot yeah, 18, of 18, man, nice. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, I had one I had one gal at the show. She was like, you know, I love your work, but they can be bigger. And I was like, yeah, but then you got to multiply <laughs> the price by like two, three, four, Jeez, you know, man. times 18. And... I was like, can you keep your comments? I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. No, no. you not? <laughs> she had other nice things to I, say. I need this to not mess up my know, It's tough because, you know, sometimes I think for an artist, a lot of the times you're, tell, you're the back you know, person in your head is telling yeah. you, you know, this isn't enough. There's always bigger, better things out there. So, you know, motivation, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. You, you can never be happy. Like that's yeah. the thing as that's an artist, sad, sad. you can, it's the sad struggling as, yeah. artists. Yeah. yeah. Like fucking Jonathan can tell you that he, he's, he's a, he's a, he paints. He's a, okay. he's pretty much into the oil painting. Oh, I also he's heard like, that one too. He, Make it bigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. <laughs> 
make yeah. it huge. Why is this big enough? Oh, you could have done lighter on this. I'm like, mm -hmm. excuse me, did you, did you paint this? Right. No, you didn't. <laughs> Constructive <laughs> criticism. Yeah, but reason. it's a, I don't know. I mean, it's always those people on the shows like that. You find them anywhere. But at the end of the day, it's a big, it's a big achievement that you did with Thank that you. gallery, man. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah. See, how do you go about picking what you're going to display too? Like, do you have certain pieces that you hold as like your crown jewels, or is it kind of just whatever you're feeling at that time? Or, um, well, I definitely wanted to feature my earlier work. I've actually my work's been going a lot more neutral, you know, simple backgrounds, not really crazy complex lighting because that usually takes a lot longer. But my mm -hmm. earlier works, you know, we would shoot with models anywhere from an hour to four hours, just trying to figure out the lighting the poses and you know when you do introduce crazy colorful lighting you have to take into account you know the skin tone shadows and other elements yeah. and so it really makes a much more complex shoot um so i do like i would say just to answer your question i mm -hmm. like my earlier work so a lot of my you know was um what's the word it was over time you know the gallery shows so i had it works you know from the beginning down to like more of the recent works like with galley um but but yeah i do like my colorful works i do have one work in particular that is what i think is one of my best works which is um this purple portrait of this one gal who unfortunately i'm no longer friends with Damn. but which is a shame because she would make an amazing model um but yeah but the picture is amazing Yeah, yeah, I love the picture. So, you know, I think definitely from an artist's point of view, you, you find works that you just really love and you want to kind of emanate the same thing. But unfortunately, with portraiture, there's only one person. And See, that's, that's yeah. interesting about photography, too, that whole idea of you have that snapshot of that person at that time and then you kind of can relate to that feeling all the time now. Yeah. Like drawing is the same thing, but like especially with a photographer, like a picture, you know, it's like literally like a snapshot of that point in time. Mm -hmm. So even hearing about how you're talking about it right now, you're like, oh, man, we don't even talk anymore. <laughs> or it's like, yeah, no, it's like, or you don't have that same connection with that person, but you can still look back at that picture and be like, you know, immediately remember what was going on. Definitely. Like definitely. At that moment, right? Yeah. Exactly that day. How yeah. do you go to, how do you choose your, your models? Like, do, do you just, people come to you or? Um, yeah. So, you know, I was talking about the boom that I had, you know, now it's kind of just flattened out in terms of getting clientele. Um, in the beginning, I was getting a lot of clientele. Um, it was fairly easy. Uh, you know, I was getting a lot of word from friends to friends. Um, mm -hmm. And the way I choose, you know, um, gosh, you know, it's kind of, it's, it's internal. Like when you see someone just off the street, you think that person could be a model. It's very subjective. I can't give any like concrete answer as to like what makes a good model versus mm -hmm. another person. Because um, I think everybody's beautiful in a certain Does way. Does Alejandro make a good model? He could. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's, that's a no. I would have appreciated if he didn't hesitate. <laughs> he could. Sorry, no. But... No, there was there was a there was there was a pause there. It was just like, no. <laughs> Jeez, man. Be like, how do, how do I how do I let him down lightly? So you you have potential. No, I'm just kidding. And, like, and we're done. No. <laughs> you can right. you can leave, sir. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I know that's that's crazy. Yeah, because I've seen. I seen your your photos. I'm like, that's insane. Like the lighting and things like that. And then just, I mean, I don't know nothing about photography. So, but just I feel like it's complicated, especially when you're playing with like people's like skin tone and whatever clothes they're wearing too. Mm -hmm. You could be like bright color, like dark clothes. You gotta mess around with lighting on that aspect. It's a too. huge collaboration, you know. And um, 
clients have to really be willing to talk to you about what they want. Um, you know, it's not just some, at this point, it's not really just some fun outing for my clients to just show up and snap a few photos. This is mm -hmm. like going in my portfolio, or at least that's the goal. And like, I'm trying to produce something that's like, I want to say editorial, but again, most of my works are just portraits, but mm -hmm. I want to do something more. I just hope that my clients. So let's say, like, because uh, we might release a hoodie. Let's say we hire you to do like a a, a merch shoot. Yeah, uh, we can do that. That would be that would be dope, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. That'd be awesome. That's yeah. uh, definitely possible. You know, it's like I say too. It's like anything that helps you out, you know, but also you know helps you know us out, helps yeah, everybody course. out. Yeah, like yeah. it's like it's, it's all it's, like I said, it's a it's a group project. You know, mm -hmm. it's definitely a collaboration. So just make sure the third member of it, like, make sure his face doesn't show up. Like just edit it out. If we could just Photoshop him out completely, you know, we'll just we'll just I mean, we'll just have possible. We'll like, just have him show up, he's and then like, Photoshop can do anything. And then he will have a lot of good times, and then we'll just cut him out. Instead like, of him, you put uh, Shia LaBeouf in the back okay. wearing our shirt. No, we need like post. I've never seen like beer. We can just put a beer bottle. Oh like. fuck yeah, dude! Fuck yeah! Yes, just put a big like a, fucking a big old Pliny. That's <laughs> <laughs> you, Doc. <laughs> right, wearing, wearing the giant shirt or something. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But yeah, like, because yes. we've been thinking of doing something like that. Okay. Uh, you know, we're literally thinking about doing something like that. Something like, you know, fancy. Like I always, for personally, I always wanted to get like portraits of myself. Mm -hmm. Sounds very narcissistic. But, you know, no, I was, about, I was about to say is like, you know, I've always like, wanted to be a model. Not a model. <laughs> I was like, waiting for I don't like, to say it. I don't like when like photos. Like I don't like it to be so like staged. Like right. You know what I mean? Like just candid. Because because Jonathan and I will go to SF and Jonathan takes photos too. Like he okay. does like uh, film. Okay. So like he you know I, he just takes photos of like people just doing like the daily things like yeah. yeah. Know what's coming to them. yeah exactly. <laughs> they never know what's coming to them. But the photos they have they have taken of me like I like him because like I'm not posing. I'm mm -hmm. not trying to like you know pretend like i'm you know doing something on the camera i'm just like just me right, right. doing something you know that's funny my friend took his camera downtown and like we'd been drinking a little bit and like we were like going around and there's this uh security dude just chilling in like in those parking lots you know downtown parking mm -hmm. lots and he's at the toll booth and then he goes up and he goes to take a picture of him right and then yeah. like he puts the camera and it takes like two or three pictures of him and the dude's like what the fuck like <laughs> flips his arms up he's like what are you doing even like the look on his face was just like whoa and you know, yeah. Continue taking but photos. then, but then the pictures he got of him was just like one of him like looking up, and then the second one was magic. It was like his face of like, ah, right, <laughs> yeah, you know. But he wouldn't have gotten that picture unless he was like straight up on that time, just in that right. moment, got that like authentic reaction, you know. Mm -hmm. nah, that's the best part. I remember when I went to uh, New York. That's all I did, just mm -hmm. take pictures of random people, and I actually got cussed out like probably four times. Oh, New Yorkers, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's New York. I mean, that's what you can expect. But like over time, just like it's kind of worth actually taking the picture instead of like getting chased around for like i don't know you didn't do anything to no yeah. <laughs> just don't like, ask yeah. apologize after never ask permission true just true. do it right you took a little bit of a soul that that point yeah. you know he's like it back. and then i cried after candidates just out on the street <laughs> no i haven't no well, i'm uh it's interesting you know photographers right photographers who work you know in the studio versus work like on the street you know, it's very different. I mean, I like my controlled elements. When I'm in my studio, everything's like in under control, you know, versus going outside. And I've done outdoor shoots. I did that last summer. And I actually have a good story about that. Go for but, it. Um, but, you know, I definitely like the controlled elements in the studio. And, you know, people you who shoot outside really like to shoot outside. So to each their own. Yeah.
Now, if you like with the studio, at least you have you can you're able to prepare. You know all your tools. You know everything mm-hmm. that you're gonna do. So you're, lighting, you're able to yep. just hit it. Right. No one's like walking in front of your frame or anything like that, and they smile and you're like, "Fuck you." You know what to expect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly. Jesus Christ, man. Honestly, I'm. I'm let me ask you this question because I want to ask you this. Like, is there something that you dislike about the photography field? Like something that you don't like. It could be like like a stereotype it could be like maybe you know people on the scene doing it that you have counter that you're like what the fuck are you doing yeah like the community yeah um at least on that aspect right yeah i think for me at least it's sort of the belief that for example if a photographer comes up to let's say a potential model or just anybody who doesn't even identify as a model and they ask to like take your pictures what i wish would be different is in a way and you can disagree with me on this because i've had a lot of debate is that when the model hears this they think oh it's for free just automatically like if they're asking me it's automatically free versus like oh well they i feel like their main response should be like well what do you charge and because in the art profession you know, a lot of people don't understand how much time, work, money that you put into it. And they think it's more like a hobby rather than an actual serious pastime. And so, you know, I, I don't know, you know, and again, I've, I've had clients where I don't want to charge them because I really respect their craft or they're bringing, you know, their looks that are very like put together behind the scene and sometimes I'm okay not charging them mm-hmm. but I never like it when it comes to the point where they're sort of like well you asked me so it's like free right um, so I don't know You're like, oh, it's, it's, pro, it's pro bono right yeah pro bono like, yeah so, sure it is but you guess what you're not getting those photos so get the fuck out yeah because <laughs> I don't know they're getting a lot out of it you know they're getting pictures they're getting the social media they're getting all that and what do we get I mean, we get the pictures, but after all of that, we have hours that we sunk into these photos. And it just, you know, it just kind of grinds your gears. Right? Even when worse you, when you don't get the credit. That's that even too. worse. That'll and piss that you can off. happen. That'll piss you off if you don't get the credit. They post the photo up. Or they, they never even, post the photos. <laughs> they never post it up or like they never even write your name down on the description. I'm like, hey, you know, if you guys want to get this like photos done, hit them up, you know, get an appointment or something. Did they post it on Instagram? Just like no filter done by me. <laughs> right? yeah. It's like it's Fuck. like what, it's like come on. That happened with a famous graffiti uh, artist, uh, Shepard Ferry. Like he actually took the picture of like someone who was just taking like pictures of like Obama. You know that whole whole poster that was really famous from the like, campaign. And eventually, the photographer fi- uh, figured out that that po- uh, that actual pose was his his po- uh, picture, and everything was there. So they got into a big debate, and the worst part he did is that he deleted all the documentation that had to do anything with that picture and anything he used to like make that art so he had no proof so he, but he did it during the court so he practically burned evidence wow he fucked himself so up then he did Damn. and he confessed about it too so that's why it even got worse than what it should have been you wow. think that do you think that would have been like a big settlement like that would have happened like yeah it would have been a big settlement and then what ended up happening is that he like just talked to the guy and was like you know what i understand why you did this you have a family you're trying to get some money but the thing is he never sold the poster for money it was just a pro bono thing Mm -hmm. so there was no money involved so 
why the whole issue because he wanted to get publicity from it too so maybe because he saw like the 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 fame he was getting just yeah. like that and the promotional thing that it was getting like in the media and people buying shirts yeah, get, and getting like jealous that. yeah that's, that's what happens sometimes yeah you no. think your thing is not gonna get to that point and he does and then you're like oh wait let me let me ask for money now like oh let me do this let me do that and you just fuck yourself up that's why you keep your papers you know you have signed signatures everything you know definitely people coming back to claim royalties (laughs) yeah that's a whole mess do not use pictures from google guys Mm -hmm. (laughs) don't use pictures on a a side note you know i i really like the word pro bono and i don't get to use it very often i'm glad that we use at least three times in this podcast (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, yeah, it's a fun word to say, man. You don't get to use it very often. It's because we saw a YouTube cover band. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. I don't know. See, but what what was your what was your like awesome outside photography story that that you didn't elaborate on? Right. um, You know, yeah. Okay, so please go in detail. I was doing um, outdoor (laughs) shoots over the summer, and I was looking at like the top ten outdoor locations, and number one was called the Drawbridge out in these swamps of fremont and Ooh, I know it was like a uh, ghost town they said and i looked at the you know the pictures and the it's, comments it was the one where the train used to run through the middle of it exactly. right yeah i know i know exactly a what you're talking about yeah train. um i always i wanted to go out there myself well yeah okay anyway let me continue <laughs> this story. but uh so i take out this very talented model um and we you know, we go out on this uh, trek for about two hours, and we don't even hit the ghost town after two hours. And remember, it's a swamp, midday, hot, sunny, and we finally make it there, and we find out that the entire ghost town had been engulfed by the swamp. So essentially, all you could basically put your feet on was the train tracks, which had you know a gravel side and the tracks yeah. and whatnot, and you know. We had spent about like two and a half hours walking out to this place and uh, we were pretty bummed, you could say. But, you know, we wanted to be resourceful, so we decided to just take some photos on the uh, train tracks. And so while we're doing that, we see that we hear the train coming towards us. We can see it's bright day and, um, you know, we move our gear and the gravel path isn't that big. So we're just on the edge of the gravel. And it just whizzes by. So it's a, you know, at first you're kind of freaked out because it's like, it's not stopping for anyone. Mm-hmm. So we continue the rest of our shoot, um, get some great shots, and we make our way back. It's now afternoon now, so it's like sunset. And we pass over the famous drawbridge, which is pretty long, right? And we're passing over. Now the train went one way, so we just thought it goes the same way, basically. So we're about halfway past the bridge. When we hear the horn, and we look behind us, and this big ass train is coming the opposite direction, nice. just entering the bridge. Holy and I look to my model, and my model's like, time to go. And so we book it over the tracks, basically. We're running. And it's a bridge, so you can't really jump off the side. There's like an entire river and like this little like wire fencing around it. So you really don't want to risk jumping over. No, so it's and so we basically uh, we outrun a train. Oh, there we go. Nice. Yeah. And um, I just, you know, my model, he was way more athletic than I was back then. So, uh, you know, he was way ahead of me, but I just barely made it basically to the point where you're hearing the horn ringing and the back of your hairs on your neck are just sticking out. And I just make it just for the break of the bridge. 
I ended up landing in the in the swamp and you know my gear took a bit of a tumble but it's all good and I look up and I just see the train whizzing by and there yeah, you go I was like oh man dude and, like... and that was a life in five seconds right there yeah no <laughs> right. that was surreal I still you know that Jeez. goddamn train I still What's hear that? it what movie is that is it Stand By Me right or is it like with the kids that walk the train tracks and they get basically they're on the bridge and the train comes yeah like yeah. I can only imagine it's something from like a dream or something yeah you know where, moment, you, where you're like, like the train's not coming and then you look back and you're like oh fuck I didn't train know it went both here. ways yeah, so. I'm surprised that train still goes. I'm, you know, I didn't think. I thought the, the the railroad was actually pretty much just abandoned. Like they don't go through there anymore. But my friend was joking after that. He was thinking like, what what is the view from the train conductor? He just sees these little boys like trying to run over. Like they can outrun yeah. a train. Like no. So. Imagine he's like, let me go faster. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> he's like, all right, boys. <laughs> Pulls the hat down. You Game know. On. Start shoveling coal in. <laughs> Somebody's gonna throw that, that uh, the ass catch him. Just fucking put it backwards. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, oh, but uh, that was my last outdoor shoot. And, hey, did you um, did you get good shots from it though? We did actually. It was featured in my uh, senior show. One of them because I thought someone would ask, but no one asked about the <laughs> story. But. You know, whatever. It was a great shoot. Yeah. I feel like you expect people to ask you things, but then you're like, damn, nobody asked me that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, then you're, you're forced to, like, bring it up, and you don't have the same punchline. Yeah, I don't do know. You, do you like those people that, like, you know, it's, for example, like, let's say somebody shows up to your sh- to the shoot, and then they don't know what the fuck, anything of, like, out photography at all, and then they ask you, what's your process? And then you explain it to them. And then... All they do is say, that's cool. And I'll, I'll personally I'll be pissed. Pissed? Like, really? Yeah, because I feel like I wasted like five minutes of my life. If, if someone hits you with the cool explain beans. To this person, oh, yeah, yeah. Explain yeah. to this person like, they, and then they just say, that's cool. Right, just casually over the like, head. That's cool, man. All right. <laughs> I'm out. You know, like, I don't know. That's why I avoid it. Mm-hmm. If someone explains, oh, what's the podcast about? Listen to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the best thing I can say. Just yeah, listen to it. link. Listen to an episode. Check it out and check it out and tell me what you think. Mm-hmm. That's all I tell them. Like I don't want to explain. It's just confused people. Yeah, yeah they'll, they'll ask you. Be like, what's what's the podcast about? And you should be like, oh, it's a cooking podcast. <laughs> what, do, what do what do you call it? Oh, killer thoughts. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, oh, really? What do you cook? Just gotta listen to it. Yeah, man. <laughs> you want to learn how to make freaking pizza the best way? Listen to the podcast. And then we, and then they listen to, and they listen to this right now, and they're like, "What the fuck? This is not food," you know. But maybe they <laughs> might listen to more. They're not liking it, Who knows? Uh, it's a hit or miss. I think, okay. right? Like our crowd is like a hit or miss. If you think about it, uh, here and there. Yeah, I it's like. I feel like it gets to the point where like our personal friends like listen to it at the beginning, and then they're like, "Okay." we fucking see these fools all the time like i, I don't want to hear them anymore yeah. and and i was i was tell people this is like the closest people that are going to support you are going to be not even your friends not even your close people it's usually going to be strangers that you don't mm-hmm. know who they are and they are the ones who are going to like appreciate mm-hmm. uh your your uh your talent or whatever you're doing because it could be a it could come to a point where like whatever you're like advertising into a podcast is like photography the more you throw on your account or your social media, like at some point your friends, I'm like, I'm tired of seeing his stuff all the time. Oh my God. Like, mm. you know, and then, but somebody that doesn't know you, that they don't know who you are, you know, they follow you 
and they like your stuff oh, and then you just, you know start liking it and things like that so that's how it is mm-hmm. and this i'm not mad about that it's like mm. it's fine you know like well, i understand I, well like, i feel like especially with the after the show we had a lot more followers too a lot of people listening shout out to to our listeners out almost there. 200 we, we love you <laughs> nice. yeah right we, we, 200 yeah but you definitely like i was like when i yeah. first got on the podcast as well like my main concern was yeah sure we're getting our friends to you know support and stuff like that as they should you know we should all support our friends in their local you know like communities and on their art endeavors and other projects but who how what are we what are we doing to making sure we're reaching out to everybody you know like yeah. people that wouldn't we wouldn't necessarily meet or Somebody who doesn't know us right away, who doesn't follow us on social media. Yeah. What's making them say, hey, you know, like, I mess, I fuck with these guys. I listen to this podcast, you know? Right, yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. this is the thing, like, we're very approachable. People people approach us, we, we, we're welcome with that. But it's kind of, like, very, like I said, it's very um, it's strategic who, who, you, who you get involved with, too. Especially because, um, you know, whatever image the person has or whatever intentions they are, you always got to be careful you know how you how you do it um and i'm sure you went through the same thing too yeah um you know i compare it sort of to like youtube i think you know if you're spending so much time trying to prove that you're an approachable person you're not doing it right Mm -hmm. i think instead you have to uh think more about how are you going to build your own brand to a point where it is more approachable. Not mm. like I want to directly approach the people. Yeah. Make it more about how do we make, you know, this operation approachable for everyone. And don't worry about any single person who doesn't support you or that one person you told about who never actually listens to it I'll because you're going to get it. <laughs> you're going to get a lot of people, you know, um, who will listen to you and then, you know, just get bored. It's the same thing on YouTube. You watch like some weird ass thing that YouTube, you know, recommends to you. Do you listen to that forever? Maybe, maybe not, you know, but it's never, um, personal, you know, I think that's just sort of the way media works. And, um, I try not to take things too personally. Of course, I, I read this recent, I wish I had it, this great quote where it says, you know, when you start getting really serious about what you're doing, you're like working late nights and you just start taking things really personally mm-hmm. because you're so invested in what you're doing. Um, but I think there's always a good time to sort of take a step back and recognize that, you know, you you are doing what you love right now and that's what matters, not what other people think. So... Yeah. That's the truth, you know. Well I, I definitely yeah. take pride in my like my everything that I do, and I'm, especially with the podcast, yeah. we take a lot of pride in stuff like this. We really do, and I mean, it, it shows like you know, putting the time, putting the hours, and you know, just because at the end of the day, it's like you think about it, like we all are. It's kind of like a second job, mm-hmm. you know, per se. Um, our personal time goes straight to this podcast, mm-hmm. and we love it. We don't get tired of it. We love doing it. It's just something that we, you know, we just want to put our hundred percent on it. And see where it goes. Mm-hmm. And th- th- again, going back to what you said about not pleasing anybody, that's pretty much the whole point. Just pleasing ourselves. And if you like, we're here. Oh, we can we can please ourselves. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> gonna, that, individually. <laughs> individually. Right. That, I, forgot, I forgot to mention that, too. But, like, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I learned, especially when you put an example as like a podcast, it's like, Sometimes people share their personal lives on it, and I feel like sometimes you could be like an open book in a way, where somebody who does all their type of uh, creative uh, uh, things, they can kind of hide behind either like uh, 
their projects or their work or they can hide behind like a, maybe like a, a thing that they're doing like a theme they're doing but when it comes to a podcast it's like very either you're very personal or you're or you're or you have a gimmick and i think a gimmick dies pretty quick mm. over time uh but if you're like really honest and very raw which also can also cause uh to conflict in your personal life because mm -hmm. i learned that the hard way you know about because i share a lot of my personal life on this pod a lot of the situations that i've gone through that's another thing why like i lost friendships because of it and it's it's make it's cool i mean i understand life happens or whatever but for me it's like i i like this project i love doing this and you know if you don't understand then it's fine you know you just we just won't talk anymore it's fine you know and but you make new friends you make new friendships you make new mm -hmm. people like who would have thought that you and i were gonna hang out today right right think about it yeah i mean <laughs> last time we saw each other was like a year about a year ago almost yeah. a year ago yeah. yeah so it's been a long time yeah, um, i remember you're so nice you gave me a beer <laughs> oh yeah that sounds, that sounds about <laughs> right house, that's just, me dude yep. <laughs> that's me friends like that. <laughs> yeah like but that's the thing, like, I, I learned to be, to give everybody, like, an equal opportunity to, you know, meet them and talk to them and, you know, like, because, again, you get to that point where you go to an art show, you go to an event, and if there's artists that are there and they're very snobby, very, like, acting like assholes, mm -hmm. then you kind of feel like, fuck this person. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to talk to them. You know, like, I, you know. Do you have a different opinion? All right, dog, here. All right, all right. <laughs> talk to me right now. This is what you don't understand. A lot of artists are very personal about the stuff that they do, they make. So you critique anything, it's like you're critiquing practically their soul. But it's not even about critiquing. They don't take it. It's not even about critiquing. That's the thing. A lot of people don't take it like that. They don't take it like as a, a way to like actually um, improve on their art or anything like that. They just take it up the ass. I personally don't ask people about their work. Like when art shows, I don't. I just look at it and try to make my own decision of it if i really want to know then i'll ask mm -hmm. you know but going back to my point like yes they do that they are like that because everybody you know thinks their work is the best fucking work ever right but i personally tell you this right now like i i fucking hate snobby fucking people like that on art shows because then they are some because they yeah. prevent like the guys that are coming in the, the, the fresh people coming in getting into the culture getting into like you know the shows they prevent him and they kind of like push him away and then they get a little like shy and then like oh this is not for me mm -hmm. when well, that person could done some dope ass freaking project with other people they could have collab with people but mm -hmm. because some people carry so much influence they're like oh don't collab with that person oh like i don't know about their work you know things like that which it fucks up the whole way and the whole reason why the archer is made in the first place mm -hmm. you know that's just one aspect of it yeah of many 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 aspects yeah. Right, yeah, I think it also has to do, like, a lot of artists are introverts versus, mm -hmm. you know, there are fewer artists, I'd say, who are, like, straight-up extroverts. Like, I remember at Martha Street, I was looking at this one gal's work, and I asked her, you know, well, what inspires you? And she straight-up said, well, I'm a narcissist, for one. Fuck yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, okay. And as a bit of, like, a, you know, I'm a bit of intro-extro, I was sort of, like, put off by that. Because, like, when I see people who are super extroverted, you know, it kind of puts me off a bit. Because, like, I want people who are more approachable, not people who are just sort of like, yeah, this is me, you know. What well, kind of, kind of, kind of more in your it? face about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, but I'm also competitive. You know, when I meet other artists, I think um, I was talking to uh, your brother. 
You don't have a brother. I do. I have you a two do. Brother. I was talking to your brother, um, and he does art sketching, and I was telling him, you know, to sort of keep doing it. And I didn't know whether he took it offensively or not. Um, I wasn't sure. I haven't heard from him in a while. He but... tr- uh, I mean, he at some point like was doing that, but then he figured out that it wasn't his thing mm-hmm. right early on. He's more like a technical guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, he's like, doing like DJing on the side, kind of like a hobby. Um, he, does, he does have a job, but it's kind of like a side thing where he's like, you know, I'm just going to mix music on and just play. I mean, we have gotten him. He has not gotten only, I think, two uh, events he's getting paid. But then the beginning was just like, get him out there to like, you know, uh, just play music and just test it out, see how it was. But uh, with him, it's like, it's a more serious guy. Like he's, we're twins, but we're like really opposite. Like, uh, I'm very more open-minded. He's more like uh, technical. Okay. You know, that's pretty much what it is. And that's the best way you can describe him. Yeah. Like very technical, very straightforward. I'm more of like, fuck it, let's do it. Mm -hmm. See if it works out. You know, he's like, no, she's not gonna work. Don't even try. Right. Don't even dare. Like, not even. But, but he has come to the art shows. Like, mm-hmm. he's he's been part of them because I'm there. You know, want to support me and you know things like that. And and then recently with the podcast, same thing. Mm-hmm. He's been supportive and he's, he understands. Because I think at the beginning he thought it was like, oh, it's just like a hobby thing and mm-hmm. just doing it. But yeah, I was worried I may have offended him because no. I do I do meet very talented artists at he like looks art shows time, like though. that. <laughs> <laughs> Right. And, you know, I kind of want to challenge them. I want to know that, like, they're really into what they're doing. And then once I know, like, they're in it, you know, I'll, I'll build you up. You're one of those guys, like, huh? Yeah. I tell me exactly. But I got to know, feeling. like, that you're passionate about what you're doing. Because if I don't know that, then what's the point? What are we talking about? Yeah. No, By the way, true. was it last time you were, you were, I don't think you were there last time I, I actually uh, was a vendor there? Okay. That was my... I probably wasn't invited. Oh, you didn't, you didn't, they didn't tell you? hey man don't worry like i we're not talking about it but like that was my last time i was there but uh i liked it it was cool like i sold like two prints but everything else was just like like, i didn't care i was just like i was experimenting two people will like my stuff because everything was very like abstract mine was like straight straightforward like this is what it is Mm -hmm. you know and like nothing really abstract um, and then like, you know, friends came over and supported and whatever. Uh, but like, I felt, I still feel so out of it, like out of the whole thing. And I always felt that way in the mm-hmm. art show. I never felt part of it. Mm-hmm. I always felt outside of it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I can understand, you know what? This is not my art show. Like, it's not for me, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I love this. I'm down to support here. And then either new artists, like I'm down to tell my friends, Hey, you should, should try to reach out and like yeah. be part of that show. But probably not much, not for me to like showcase my stuff. Cause yeah, Martha Street was the first time I realized there were so many sort of underground art gigs and art shows happening. I had no idea. It was sort of, and it's probably a bad analogy, like lifting up a rock and oh, finding yeah. all of the bugs and all the different artists out there. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> to each his own. Martha Street, it's they're doing pretty. They're what 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 they're doing is good. A little of the community, they're yeah, reaching yeah, out definitely. and then. And, you know, and they're doing, you know, their best to reach out to people and they have their own community going mm-hmm. on. And that's what was good. They always showing support and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like, you know, everybody has their own, um, you know, their own mentality when it comes yeah. to an art show. Like, uh, but like you said, you know, I just didn't, I didn't click. 
Right. I just didn't click there, you know, personally. I just didn't. Uh, and I don't know. I was just, it was just me. But I was really, like, an in, I was an introvert in high school. Like, I was. You can ask this guy because we were in high school together. <laughs> I was an introvert. And then I, this freaking podcast made me be more out there, like, talk to people. It gave and you confidence. Made me confidence, be more social, especially because. You know, I think the first one was when I encountered somebody and then they asked me, hey, I heard your pod. Like, so tell me about that story you were talking about. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so you heard it. Damn it. <laughs> not going to explain to you. Man. But right. it was, it's always like awesome when you like, you know, get recognized for your work. And then it's awesome when like somebody like, you know, has a piece of you, like either a sticker or like a shirt, you know, or. And then you see it somewhere like in downtown, like, oh shit, that's my sticker. That's fucking dope. <laughs> right. You know, like, means like it's getting out there. Um, but it's for us, it's just stepping stones. You know, you know, I mean, I feel like from what I've seen from you, you're really, really put together. Or from what you, for what I see from you on your Instagram, like, it looks very put together. And you're not really half assing anything from no, what I feel no. like. Because um, like you say, you're taking yourself seriously now. Yeah. Uh, you're taking your process seriously. So, you know, I assume like now it's probably like, are you like peaking now who you who you work with? Like, do you say no now to people? Uh, Yes and no. I think right now I'm sort of developing that skill to sort of, you know, you get a, you get a lot of clients that you want to work with mm -hmm. and some clients who want to work with you and I have a lot of clients who want to work with me but I keep putting off either for different reasons particularly when it comes to communication because um, um, you know if I realize like you're a bad communicator you don't check your DMs you don't reply to your texts it makes it really hard to coordinate a photo shoot so those sort of people I know deep down inside I really shouldn't work with you yeah but sometimes you know they may have that look no. or you know they keep ask asking and you ask you just give them that pity shoot in the end, kind of like pity sex. But, uh -huh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, you know, you just end up giving in. And then what always happens with those people that you know you shouldn't work with, it always turns out bad. So yeah. I'm actually sort of just realizing that I can say no and that um, I shouldn't be passive That's aggressive the worst about thing. it. That's always the worst thing. But I should just say, you know, look, man. Just blame yourself for that, man. For saying yes all the time. <laughs> no, saying no, so you say you're learning to follow your gut a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Kind of cultivating. All right, that. let me ask you this. What do you thought when I reached out to you to be in the pod? Like, I was like, this fucker, and that's good. No, I was <laughs> shocked. I had to I had to look actually at your Instagram page to remind myself who, well, who the fuck is this? Who you were. And then I was like, Damn, Martha you know what? Street, fuck right. this podcast. And then I remembered all of that. <laughs> Let's delete everything. No, no, fuck, I remember kidding. how nice you were. I, and I'm I was out. like, this yeah. guy wants to like, you know, collaborate yeah. with his own art. And so I actually was totally honored and, you know, genuinely. Well, you did say I was honored. Well, I appreciate I that. I did say, yes, mm -hmm. I was genuinely honored. It was like so formal, man. Wow. <laughs> you know? No, it's when like... it comes to my art, you know, I try to be very formal, very, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah. You, you put yourself, you, you put yourself real, real good when it comes to professional. Yeah, it was like the first time I seen someone like well put together. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's no. rare. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like. Jonathan always looks for like there's, there's gonna be something wrong with this fool. You know? <laughs> I mean, over my uh, classes and stuff, like I probably can only get like a handful of people who really were like passionate about what they're doing. Some people were just gimmicky; they just kind of mm -hmm. just roll with the whatever was going on. But from me, I can tell that you're like 
You're gonna put 110 <laughs> percent. It was cool that you responded real quick. And honestly, like I was like, I was thinking maybe like uh, it was gonna happen like next weekend, but then right away you're like, can this weekend work? I'm like, perfect, man. It's fucking perfect. Like, right, like, yeah. Fuck yeah. Like, hell, it works. You're you right. Know? No, it's, it definitely helps too, cause especially with us. We've ran into certain people like you're saying, like bad with like let's say communication, or as you can see, like you know, some people didn't even show up for the art show or didn't even show up like. Didn't even show us the time of day to let us know they weren't coming, mm-hmm. you know, specifically. So it's kind of like, yeah, you have you have that idea where, like you said, like you kind of you want to you keep your product very professional, present it very professional so that you can kind of identify those people that come to you and they're very professional as well. And you actually realize you guys are both very serious about your project yeah, yeah. and you realize you're both very beneficial as opposed to you being very passionate, talking to somebody and giving them an opportunity. And they're kind of almost just giving you like the eh, I guess. Yeah, I guess I'll, I guess I'll do it when I get to it or. You know, I guess that would be okay. I, that sounds kind of cool. That sounds kind of fun. I think, you know, I'll, I'll let you know. Definitely. As opposed to, like you said, you know, someone comes up to you and you're like, no, I'm honored to do this or thank you for the opportunity. Like, it's a good back and forth. You build rapport that way, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you kind of, you really get an idea. Like I said, yeah, you get that instinct. You get that, that feeling in your gut now where you kind of talk to people. You're like, okay, now this is somebody maybe we shouldn't collaborate yeah, with. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I think you put in what you get out and you also expect the same from other people. Like, what you're putting out, you're hoping that they're going to give you sort of the same treatment yeah the same I, respect I, yeah i think our guests are becoming more put together like when it comes to the way that we're doing things it's uh first of all i was not expecting we were not expect at all to have the guests that we had had so far it's, it's it's crazy to think about we had a lot of different diversity on the podcast i liked it we had like our local artists from san jose we've had rappers you know all those different things and i feel like it's been really good for the podcast yeah you know being able to have that much diversity so that we're getting a lot of it you know let's say a lot of uh, people listening from a lot of different places in the art scene that's good yeah or a lot of different really places good. in the city yeah, like a lot of them got traction because of the show they're stuck getting booked they're stuck doing like events because of it like so we were really happy about to hear that um now that now they're like really getting booked and they're doing shows and you know they're making themselves be known and and honestly the best thing it's not even like you know the whole point was to promote the podcast and get uh, get known but i think the biggest the biggest reward is when you uh you see them doing good and then they pay back they pay forward yeah like even if it's not to us they're gonna pay forward to somebody else mm-hmm. you know and even if we see each other like let's say in that professional setting like hey you know killer thoughts like they you know thanks to them I'll, you know people hear me out things like that you know like, we don't really expect anything just just pay it forward somebody else yeah, even if course. it's as simple as just like oh go check them out you know yeah, just like yeah. a quick plug you know mm-hmm. we always appreciate anything yeah definitely uh to that okay. it's like that being said it's, uh it's uh what do you think of, what do you thought about this podcast you know it was great end, i was nervous to end the thoughts. First, <laughs> first podcast ever i've watched the breakfast club before so i sort of know how oh, there we go. Go. But, <laughs> i don't know what you're thinking about that but um <laughs> yeah no i mean this was great great experience thank you so for people that say they want to book you, where can they book you? Like, is there a website that you have? Well, I got my Instagram, you know, Dougie underscore 16, um, or 16 underscore five. Sorry about that. Um, or my website, but I really prefer just, you can just DM me on Instagram. Yeah. And then let me be left on red. Just sorry. No, <laughs> I read all my DMs. Like I get notifications for that shit. Even the weirdos, right? Even the weirdos. Yep. Jeez. There we You're go. welcome. Jeez. <laughs> Jonathan, you want to plug your Instagram? No. Okay. All right. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Good. Fuck yeah. <laughs> there we go. What, sir? I want to say it was an honor having you in the podcast. 
Hopefully it's not the last time we have you in the podcast. Yeah, it was a good time, man. Yeah, definitely <laughs> want to have you again. And um, please let us know when you use your next your next uh, show. Like your next. Uh, Hoping local color, or maybe San Jose Museum of Modern Art. It's oh, that'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. There you we'll go. We'll see. We'll see. So uh, we're going to follow you, man. Over here? No, you can follow me at aramirez493. You can also follow me at, or that's on Instagram, but you can also follow me at Closing Staff Podcast on iTunes, um, with Google Play and all your podcast channels, and you can also find me on Killer Thoughts Podcast. All right. And you guys can send us an email uh, if you guys want to be part of the podcast, if you guys want to promote yourselves, if you're an artist, if you're a musician, if you're a local uh, person from the community in San Jose, if you want to reach out and be part of the podcast, you can f- email us at uh, killerthoughtsmail at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram, uh, Killer Thoughts Podcast, SoundCloud, Killer Thoughts Podcast, iTunes, Killer Thoughts Podcast. And you can follow me. I'm sorry. Dude, they can, they can pile on you? You can follow me <laughs> on my personal uh, handle as Angels Daily Posts. That's it. We're good? Everybody good? good? Oh, there we go. Final That's thoughts? Good. Final thoughts? No, no, no. No? You want... All right. Well, That's there it. we go. All right. For, so I'll, I'll, I'll be Joel for today. We miss you, boy. So, hey, Google. <laughs> Play Killer Thoughts. <laughs>